You're watching KCMI-TV. Praise the Lord. I'm so glad you joined me. And uh, I want to do our podcast today on peace. It's just something that uh, I've been rolling over in my spirit. And, uh, you know, I guess that's something that everybody ultimately is looking for. And we're, we're coming into a season, in fact, we've already been there for the last probably since COVID started a few years ago. It's troublesome times. You know, Paul uh, spoke and he said in the last days, he said, dangerous times are going to come. And he talks about some of the earmarks of that time. But I'm not sure there's ever um, been a season where there is more uncertainty than right now. And, uh, you know, this one of the reasons why so many people are, you know, depending on uh, antidepressants is they're trying to, to trying to find peace. And so uh, the other day, this verse really came up to me in prayer. The Holy Ghost just began to quicken it to me. And this is out of Isaiah chapter 26 and verse 3. Thou will keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on thee because he trusted in thee. And so I, I want to break this verse down because uh, this is just something that I think really is going to help us today. Uh, when the writer starts here, he says, Thou will keep him. And uh, I... I broke this verse down and, and I went back to the word keep and boy, I love this meaning because this has happened so many times. Uh, it literally means that God is going to blockade your life. That, you know, the, the scripture that says when the enemy comes in like a flood, the spirit of the Lord raises up a standard against him. So when it's talking about sometimes the word key, it, it can mean guard, it can mean protect, but it also means that God puts a blockade, hallelujah, around your life that the enemy can't get through the blockade. Uh over the, you know, the last few months, I've, I've really had to step into another realm of peace because, um, you know, when, when you're going into another dimension in God, uh, it's a leap of faith. And, of course, we walk by faith and not by sight. And so there are no natural indicators uh, that tell us this is the right way. It's something from the inside. And, uh, you know, here we are. I, I remember for years, my wife and I, when we evangelized and and we did not pastor, and, uh, you know, we lived in a very meager existence. And for me, a leap of faith was just to believe God for, you know, $500 a month to make the house payment or, you know, to, to pay the electric bill. And now here I am in a place that uh, we're believing God for $10 million. And, you know, God will put you in dimensions that are so far outside of your ability to resolve them. And that's where you're going to have to shift. And that's where you're going to have to believe that, that the steps of a righteous man are ordered by the Lord. And, and where God leads, he also provides. And so I've learned over the last few months, uh, in fact, 2023 has um, it's been a, a magnificent year of provision. 
And yet, I don't know if we've ever had a year that, that stretched our faith more than this year. And from finances to health issues to, to, to church different things. And um, you, you have to begin to, to allow the peace of God to rule you. And so uh, the Lord says, first of all, he says, I am going to blockade. I'm going to put a blockade around your life. He says, thou will keep him in perfect peace. This is what the word perfect means. It means completeness. It, it means contentment. See, this is why so many people don't have peace because they're, they're not content. One of the things that will destroy your contentment is covetousness. It's when it, it don't matter how much God blesses somebody, it's never enough. They want more, they want more, they want more. There has to be a place to where you learn to be content in God. And uh, the, the last two definitions, and I love this because, and I'm praying that this will apply to so many of you, uh, perfect. It means that God will put a blockade around, the, and the word perfect means your health. It means your prosperity because we're seeing the enemy loose a lot of sickness in the earth and we're seeing a lot of diseases and, and, and now they're making another prediction, you know, that there's another virus coming. And if you're not careful, the enemy will get a hold of you and get a hold of your mind. And the first thing he does is he destroys your peace. Um, and I, I think I'm just going to jump right to this verse. This is in Romans uh, chapter 14 and verse 17. For the kingdom of God is not meat and drink. And what he's referring to here is he's, when Paul is writing, he's telling the Jews, he said, the kingdom of God is not these sacrifices of Moses that you go through and all the drink offerings and the and the uh, peace offerings and, and the sacrifices and all the rituals. He said, that's not what the kingdom of God is. He said, the kingdom of God is righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost. So this is what I want to really drive home to you. The kingdom of God is not a feeling or the, the peace of God is not a feeling. It's a place. See, this is why so many people, um, they're up and down as far as whether they're happy or they're content because they think peace is a feeling. It's not. It's a place. It's in the Holy Ghost. It's where God literally picks you up and he plants you. This is why the Bible talks about uh, that we build up ourselves on our most holy faith, praying in the Holy Ghost. If any man be in Christ. See, he's, he's talking about a position here, not an emotion. Peace is not a feeling. It is a positional placement that God puts you in, in your walk with him. And so uh, part of this verse, he says, I will keep him in perfect peace whose mind 
is stayed on V. And so I want to talk a little bit about um, your mind because in this translation, it literally means imagination. And um, this, boy, this is where the enemy will get your peace every time because he will begin to talk to you and make you begin to imagine, uh, you know, the mind has such capabilities. Uh, I like to listen to old radio classics from, you know, the, the 20s and 30s, and you listen to the stories, and your mind creates the visual for you of, of, of the narrative that you just hear on the radio. It's not what you see, it's what you're hearing. And see, the enemy will begin to speak to you and what he's trying to do is create imaginations of devastation, of what if God doesn't come through? What if God doesn't heal you? What if you do get laid off at your job? What are you gonna do if you don't have the money to pay your bills? The devil doesn't have to have reality to steal your peace. He just has to have your mind. So then you go back then to uh, 2 Corinthians, um, 2 Corinthians uh, chapter 10 and verse 5. And, and boy, I really rely on this verse. He said this, he says, you have to cast down every imagination and every high thing that exalted itself against the knowledge of God and bringing every thought in, in, into captivity. If the devil rules your imagination, then you will not have peace because everything he says is a lie. And so when the writer here in Isaiah, he's writing, he says that God will, will put a blockade around your peace if your imagination is stayed on him. Uh, peace, the peace of God will keep you from looking elsewhere for peace. And um, I love this word because he's saying, he says, I will keep you in perfect peace if your mind, your imagination stays on me. And the word stay there means literally to rest or to brace oneself. And uh, just really just settling in and pushing yourself up against the Lord and the Spirit. And you're bracing yourself against him because he cannot be moved. And... This is, this is why lots of believers are so erratic in their walk with God is because they've never learned how to keep their mind stayed on God. It's, it's based on their environment. It's based on their circumstances and on their emotions. And, you know, one day they're just ready to take on the devil and, and storm hell with a bucket of water because God's so powerful. And then the next day, it's just the opposite. They're, they're just dragging. It's why? Because they've not learned how to stay their mind, how to rest in God. God can't lie. 
and think of all of the miracles that God has done for you. Think of all the things. You know, one of the ways that I navigate right now as um, believing God for our building and, and all of the different things that God is doing is I go back and I think about all the miracles that God's already done. You know, we live from victory to victory. We walk by faith. You have to reach a place. And this is, God can't blockade your mind. He can't put a, a divine fence around it if your mind is not stayed. You know, the first part of this verse says, this is something God will do. The, he will keep you in perfect peace. But then that second part is, is our responsibility. He will keep us in perfect peace if we choose to have our mind stayed on him. When you serve God, and this is not taught too much in the church, you better get ready because on a weekly basis, pretty much, the enemy's coming after you. Um, the Bible says this, we are troubled on every side, yet we're not distressed. How can you be troubled on every side and yet you're not distressed? because your mind is stayed on God. We are perplexed, but we are not in despair. Perplexed means that you don't have the answer, that you're looking at the situation and there seems to be no conclusion, no solution. And yet he said, I'm perplexed, but I am not in despair. He said, I know I'm being persecuted, but oh, I am not forsaken. And he said, even when I'm cast down, not destroyed. That we live in an hour where believers, the Bible says that many are the afflictions of the righteous. Through much tribulation do we enter the kingdom of God. The devil is just not going to roll over and allow you to fulfill your purpose. But you have to, and, and this is, this is something that is deliberate, it's intentional, that immediately when the enemy comes in and tries to get your imagination, you have to tell him, I'm casting this down. No, I won't have this conversation. I'm casting this down because I choose for my mind to be stayed on thee. You will never, listen, saints, you're never going to walk in victory until you get a hold of this principle that God, hallelujah, keeps my feet from slipping, that he will come through in the midnight hour, that he will put a blockade around me, that even when physically I have symptoms of sickness, I will walk out of this valley and I will walk into health because God will not allow me to be forsaken. And so I, I want to encourage you to understand this, that find that place. Peace is a place. It's a geographical place in the spirit where you learn to live. And that the inner peace is not determined by your outward circumstances. Yes, we're going to go through difficult times, and yes, we're going to go through prolonged seasons where we battle. 
but we have to have that inner strength. We have to have that inner conclusion that I have peace and God will keep me because my mind, I choose to have my mind stayed on the Lord. Well, I pray that this word to get in your spirit today. I pray the victory of God on you. Hallelujah. Listen, you're going to make it. You are triumphant in God. God is on your side. And I, I pray for you. Um, I love you. And I'll see you next week. God bless you. For more information about Kent Christmas Ministries International or Regeneration Nashville, go to kentchristmas.org or regenerationnashville.org.